You're listening to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Calandra Martin, intuitive brand designer for spiritual entrepreneurs. The Magnetic Boss Podcast is where visionaries come together to openly share wisdom and authentic conversations. I know that you are ready to leave your legacy in the world and become sought out in your industry. I also know that you are sick and tired of getting overlooked. You're ready to have a magnetic business. I'm here to help you create your magnetic brand. It's my mission to help you show up confidently with a professional, irresistible online presence. If you're in this for the long game and all in on the big vision you have for your business, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk with you about building trust and credibility for your brand. This is something that I see a lot of entrepreneurs that are DIYing their websites or DIYing their social media leave out entirely often, or they're not utilizing this really important psychological trick to be building the trust of their audience. So first off, what do I mean by building credibility and trust? What I mean by this is that it is really important for your audience, the people that are consuming your content, whether that's on Facebook and Instagram, or they are reading your blog, or they're listening to your podcast, whatever it might be, you want those people to know and understand that you are somebody that they can trust working with especially if you are a service provider. This is what I'll be speaking to mostly today, but this is also true of product-based businesses and businesses that are serving in another capacity. But you want people to understand that when they work with you, they are in good hands. And you also want them to know that you are the expert in what it is that you do. So today I want to share with you how exactly you can start building credibility and trust with your audience in a way that doesn't feel really forced, it doesn't feel super spammy or inauthentic, because of course with everything in your business and building your brand, this needs to feel true to you. It has to feel aligned for you to have that sustainability, to be able to show up and do this day in and day out in your business over a long period of time. So when I see people sharing in the online space, one of the things that they forget to use or they are nervous to share are client testimonials. So if you are working with somebody, one of the number one ways that you can guarantee you will get a testimonial is to work the testimonial into your process. You have to have this as part of your workflow when you are accepting clients and when you are offboarding those clients. Now, I'll give you an example of how I do this in my business to give you an idea, but I really recommend you find a system that works for you and your team if you have one, because the more that you do this, the more likely it will be that you will have a collection of testimonials and that is ultimately the best way for you to be sharing those testimonials because once you have them, you can decide how you want to present those to your audience that maybe hasn't worked with you yet. Okay, so what I do in my business is a couple of different things. When it comes to my client process, 
I have a very specific workflow. When somebody comes to me for the first time and we have not worked together before, they always fill out a questionnaire, an application form, if you will. Depending on what the package is, that questionnaire is going to be different, but it gives me a good idea as to whether or not that client is an aligned client for me and somebody that I really truly want to work with and support. It also helps me decide and identify if that person is in the right place in their business to be making the type of investment that they are interested in. This is something that's super important is really qualifying your leads so that you know the person that you are going to be working with is going to have a positive experience. Something that I see a lot of in the online space is this ridiculous idea that we have to force somebody into a contract to make a sale. It's one of those unspoken things that you see in the marketing space where people will teach you strategies to get people through the door. But something that I stand behind in my business is that I want to be completely certain, as certain as I possibly can be, that the person that is hiring me is going to be a good fit for my business. And that goes both ways. I want them to have a good experience and I want myself and my team to have a good experience working for that person. So that is one of the ways to help guarantee that you'll get a testimonial and that you'll get a testimonial that is really high quality and speaks to the positive aspects of your brand. So always, always pre-qualify your leads, the people that are interested in working with you prior to them signing a contract. The next piece to this is the overall client experience when somebody is working with you. So this may mean taking a look at the different touch points that that client gets. How much customer service are they receiving in addition to the work or the service that they are receiving as a result of them hiring you? So if you're a coach, maybe that looks like making sure that when you say you're going to be on a coaching call, you're on a coaching call or checking in with that client um, if you know that they need a little extra support one week. If you are in a service-based business and you're providing a service, for example, my business, we provide branding and web design and social media management. So that might look like making sure that we are listening to our clients and really integrating their feedback into the work that we're doing. So if we're going through a revision process, taking into account how the client feels about a design and what we want to do moving forward to give them an end result that they are really, really happy with. So basically at the end of the day, in order to get testimonials, you want to make sure that your clients are happy. And then with the offboarding process, once you have wrapped up working with somebody and your contract is ending, making sure that you have the testimonial worked into your process. So for me, what we do with our clients is we have a two-fold testimonial process. The first one being our live launches, especially for the brand incubator, which is our all-inclusive branding and web design package. And this looks like us getting on a video live stream with our client and presenting their new website and their new brand with the world. In that video, one of the questions or some of the questions that I ask of the client is how is this experience for you? 
How did this impact you and your business? What are you most excited about? If you could share with anybody that is on the edge of making a decision to hire a brand designer, what would you tell them? These are some of the questions that we ask clients in real time to get that video testimonial. So that video is then downloaded. We upload those videos over on YouTube and we repurpose that content across the board, which I'll talk more about repurposing testimonials in a moment. And then the second part of this process is making sure that we get a written testimonial from our clients as well. So I always um, send out an email and I say I, but really it's my CRM system. It does it automatically. There's an email that gets sent out to my clients that asks them to submit a questionnaire. And this is really asking them specific questions about the process, anything that they would like to see us do differently, and really just getting their honest feedback. And we structure this in a way that we can then use that content on various platforms and in various delivery methods. And then the kind of third part to this process, even though I said it was two, but it's really three, is in that email, I make sure I give them the links to the Google reviews and the Facebook business page reviews. Those are super important for SEO and making sure that if somebody comes across your brand, there is that credibility there. They can see that you have happy clients or customers and you can they can then read about their experiences. And I don't know about you, but I am somebody who is a researcher. So if I'm going to hire somebody or I'm going to pay for a service or I am going to a new doctor or a dentist or a restaurant, I will go to those reviews and read through almost all of them to see what other people have experienced. So this is why it is so important to be building this credibility and trust because it is in our human nature to see what is working for other people. We always want to feel safe and secure, especially when it comes to making an investment. So if you are a service provider or a business owner and you don't have any sort of reviews or testimonials presented where people can find them, it is going to be far less likely that somebody would invest in your business because they're not really sure that they can trust you. They don't see proof or social proof that your business is going to solve their problem. So that is, in a nutshell, my process with creating a testimonial library, if you will. And the next piece to this is storing those testimonials somewhere that they are accessible. So for our team, we store the testimonials in a Google Doc and we copy and paste the text in there so that we have it all in one place. If it's a video testimonial, as I mentioned, we have those on YouTube so that we can share those easily across different platforms and on the website. So really be thinking about once you have those testimonials, how you want to present them. What are the methods that you want to use to present those testimonials? Now, I highly recommend that you have a variety here. So maybe you have some audio testimonials. Maybe you're doing a podcast interview with one of your clients. This is done really frequently in the coaching space. It's something that we have on the horizon for this podcast so that you can hear from some of our clients. 
And it's something that I think works really well because we live in such a fast-paced world. So being able to listen to audio on the go and to hear that testimonial is really, really powerful. The other way that you could collect testimonials and the way that you could share those testimonials is a video testimonial. Now, video, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, is definitely the top priority when it comes to content. Video content is prioritized on just about every single platform right now, social media platform, and it's the most consumed form of content. So if you really want to get people's attention and you want them to see and hear what your clients have to say, having a video testimonial is going to be very powerful. And then the third way to get a testimonial, of course, is a written testimonial. And these are really great because you can share them in different ways. Um, And we can talk about that in just a second here. So the first piece here is working your testimonials into your process. How are you setting the expectation of your client that they will be sharing a testimonial with you? And then how are you receiving that testimonial from them? And the next thing would be to store those testimonials in one place that is easily accessible. How you do that really does not matter as much as the fact that you are doing it. So just make it happen however it works for you in your system or for your team. And then figure out the highest priority for you when it comes to the medium of the testimonial. So do you want an audio, video, or written testimonial? Maybe you want a combination of those things from your clients and or customers. So that is the the foundational work. And then once you have that created, in order to be building that credibility and trust with your current audience, you actually have to share those testimonials. (laughs) You need people to see them in order for them to do their job. So the next piece of this is really identifying where testimonials fit in your current marketing strategy, how they can be incorporated on your website, and really how you are going to create an experience for your audience just like you would with any other piece of content. So what I want to highlight here when it comes to creating this social proof and sharing testimonials with your audience is some of the mindset work that has to come into play here. Because what I hear from a lot of people is that they don't want to share testimonials or they don't want to share their portfolio because they're worried that people are going to think that they're just being salesy. I have to be completely blunt here. (laughs) If you are running a business, it is your job to sell. You absolutely have to sell in order to have a business. Period. Full stop. So that means that you have to identify the ways in which you are selling. And to be quite honest, creating a strategy around your testimonials is going to give you so much freedom and flexibility and it's going to help you shift your marketing from maybe feeling super salesy where you have a a structured post with the top three things that somebody gets from your program or your service or whatever it is into painting a picture for them of the experience. 
So when you're sharing a testimonial, I really want you to understand that this is an opportunity for you to be storytelling. This is a form of storytelling. You're not the one telling the story. Your client is. And this is the type of sales that is going to be really authentic and very heart-centered because it is coming from a place of service versus coming from a place of shouting into a megaphone that you have a sale happening on something or that you're launching a new product or program or service. It's really going to be a opportunity for you to be creating conversations with your audience and to help your audience understand that your business is right for them, that they fit into your ideal client. It's going to give them the opportunity to see the types of people that you work with and the work that you've done for them, and that will ultimately help them determine whether or not they desire to work with you. So really just check your mindset here when it comes to sharing testimonials. Keep it in the forefront of your mind that this is coming from a place of service. It is not coming from a place of bragging or shouting out, hey, look at me. This is really an integral part of growing an online business because it is going to build that social proof and people are going to ultimately build trust with you. So some of the ways that you can share testimonials, and I just want to give you some really concrete examples here so that you know what to do with these testimonials once you have them, because sometimes that's the trickiest part is applying them into your strategy. So the first and easiest way to incorporate testimonials is to have those testimonials on your website. And I could go off on a tangent here when it comes to creating a website that is conversion focused and how to outline this. But really at the end of the day, what I recommend is that you have testimonials throughout your website versus having them all on one page. If you have a business that provides a service, it may be appropriate for you to have a portfolio page where you're sending clients that are asking to see your work for my business, that is what we have. We have a portfolio page where you can see mock-ups and you can also see written and video testimonials. So it's a really good way to have everything in one place to send to potential clients. But most commonly, you're going to want to include testimonials throughout your website on various pages so that you are building that credibility as people are scrolling through your site and clicking through to different packages or offerings that you have. And you can also take this a step further and be very intentional about the testimonials and their placement, the types of testimonials that you're using and their placement. So if you are creating a sales page for a program, for example, and you know that one of the areas of resistance that your audience will meet is around pricing, Maybe you include a testimonial next to the pricing section that is from a client that is sharing that this was the best investment they could have made for their business and they got the most return out of this program for XYZ reason, right? So you want to speak to the problem and give them the social proof that this is a worthy investment for them and here is why. These types of testimonials are really, really powerful and are going to help you increase your conversions on your website. 
You also can include these testimonials just sprinkled throughout the pages where it is applicable. They sometimes make really great fillers if you have an awkward empty space on a page. And it's going to be important for you on your website in particular to bring attention to those testimonials so that they don't just blend in with the rest of the copy on your site. So you may wanna change the visual elements here. Maybe you are italicizing the font or you're changing the color of the font or you're adding some sort of box around your testimonial. There are a lot of different things that you can do with that, but just keep in mind that you don't want your testimonials to blend in. You really want to call attention to them, especially on sales pages. Okay, I won't keep going off on a tangent on websites because I want you to understand that testimonials are so, so important in your social media strategy as well. So in the social media strategy that I teach, one of the most important pillars of content, if you will, is to be creating promotional content. And sometimes I hear from clients that promotional posts feel really hard or they feel really icky or they don't know how to write the copy. And so one of the ways that you can be sharing these testimonials on social media is by presenting the testimonial and pairing that with some copy around the product or service or program or whatever it is that you are sharing and promoting at that time. You will often see me do this in my marketing if you go through my Instagram feed, you will see some mock-ups of brand boards. So you'll see mock-ups of websites. And sometimes those are really just promoting and launching a client's new brand or new website or whatever it might be. But in most instances, I'm sharing that piece of content so that people can see my work. They can see the proof of this is the quality of work that you would receive when working with me. And also here's a testimonial from this client who's having a really great experience. And then at the end of that post, there's usually a PS, doors are open for September, or we are booking out through quarter three, or whatever the phrase may be. So when you're utilizing a testimonial, you can add in the copy around what it is that you're promoting and how it relates to the visual that you're sharing. So it might not necessarily be a mock-up. It might be a graphic with that testimonial on it and a picture of your client. There are a lot of different ways that you could create that structure as well. But these testimonials are a really good opportunity for you to be promoting your business on social media without being really blunt on here is my call to action. Something I want to mention with testimonials is that if you are sharing them, they should almost always be paired with a call to action. You want people to see that they can trust you. And then once you build that trust, you want them to know what the next steps are. So always be thinking about your audience's perception and their experience of what you want them to do next so that they don't feel lost and they see you as a leader. They are going to be building that trust with you and then looking for those next steps. So if you're using a testimonial on social media and you're including information about the offer that you have, at the end of that post, make sure you tell them, 
go to the link in my bio or visit my website to book a connection call or a discovery call or whatever the language is there. So really make sure that you are being intentional around this because otherwise your testimonials are just fluffy content that you're putting out there for the sake of putting it out there. Now that being said, one of the ways that you can share testimonials specifically on Instagram that doesn't necessarily need a direct call to action but helps build that trust over time is on your Instagram stories. I personally like to create um, graphics on either Canva or the Mojo video app that include the written testimonial or video testimonial from my client that I can put in my stories. And I create these templates so that I can rotate them out and repurpose them again and again so that these are really just filler pieces of content in my stories. Because with your Instagram stories, you want to be building trust with your audience. This is really going to be the most intimate way that you can connect with them on social media by showing them the behind the scenes, your day to day, but you also want to be sprinkling in that social proof so that they're still seeing you as an authority and you're giving them some sort of direction on how you can help them. So that's another really good way to be sharing your testimonials that's not super abrupt, but really builds that subconscious for your audience that people enjoy working with you and they have a really great experience. Okay, so all of that being said, this was more of a lengthy episode, but I think that this is going to be something that gives you the opportunity to implement. So if you are still here listening to this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot, tag me on your Instagram stories, and pair that with a testimonial that you have to share or better yet share that testimonial in your Instagram stories or somewhere on social media and really just run with this idea that building credibility and trust is going to really move the needle forward in your business and it's going to help your audience understand that you are the person that they should work with. So I hope this was a helpful episode for you today. I'm sure you took a ton of notes. I'd love to hear your biggest takeaways and any other questions that you have or topics that you want us to cover on the podcast. I always appreciate your feedback, your reviews, and the questions that you have so much. It helps us keep the show going. So make sure you share those with us and I will talk to you very soon on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you are listening so you never miss a beat. For episode show notes, visit calandramartin.com forward slash podcast. Your iTunes reviews and your sharing of the show helps us reach more magnetic bosses just like you. Until next time.